What it do, what it do, what it do, what's happening, what's happening, BTSE 365 podcast, you know what it is, man, it's your boy Big, coming to you with another live, you know, real, non-surface talk, we ain't giving you a whole lot of surface talk on here, you're going to get some, you're going to get some under the surface talk, everybody knows what's on the surface, but I want to get to what's underneath the surface, I'm going to jump right into things, and I'm starting my show off with the Memphis and San Antonio game from Saturday night. Because in my opinion, that was the most exciting game of the weekend. It was some drama in some of the other games, but not too much. You know what I'm saying? It was a few blowouts. But this game in particular, you got Mark Gasol with a whole bunch of turnovers, but he hit the game-winning shot. You got Kawhi Leonard with 43 points and six steals, eight rebounds, but he did have six turnovers too. Remember that. And he was hitting three after three. The boy went seven for ten. Seven for ten from three. That's Kawhi Leonard. See, that's what happened when you work out with Kobe Bryant in the offseason. You come out looking like Kobe Bryant. <laughs> but you, you say all that about Kawhi, but on the flip side of the things, you got Mike Conley Jr., 35 points and nine rebounds out there. And you come out with a Memphis Grizzlies win to tie the series up at 2-2. Two two, and now it's the best 2 out of 3 series. It's back 0-0. Zero, zero. And the Grizzlies won the game, in my opinion, because of what they did on the boards. They had 51 rebounds. The Spurs only had 37. Zebo and Gasol, you know what I'm saying, they combined for 23. Both teams held their own at home. So, let's see what's going to happen. Barbecue and mildew. I saw some winning plays out there. Oh, Andrew Harrison went down and, and blocked Patty Mills on that little weak layup. That's a championship play. You earn more playing time when you do something like that. Then, of course, the Cavs, they completed the sweep of the Pacers last night. For me, that was a foregone conclusion. I thought that was happening after the Pacers dropped the first game. I knew then, nah, nah, it's another sweep for LeBron James. And for the record, Jeff T was open on that last shot Paul George took. He was open. Paul George is now 0 for 16, taking the final shot of the game. The Pacers are now going to be that woulda, coulda, shoulda team. You know, you ever heard Boosie and got his song, woulda, coulda, shoulda? That's what the Indiana Pacers are this year. You had a chance in the first three games. All three of those games you had a chance. But guess what? They nutted up. And once again, LeBron James-led Cleveland team dominated a lesser opponent. It go like this. Paul George is a great, talented player, but he ain't LeBron James. Hey, one time for Poppy Apparel Shop, you can shop with them at poppyapparel.com. That's P-O-P-P-Y-A-P-P-A-R-E-L.com. Summertime is upon us. Memorial Day is next month. It's sundress season. It's bathing suit season. So, ladies, go to the poppyapparel.com shop. A lot of great apparel for you. Great prices, too. So, look, if you go check out the poppyapparel.com and you order something, get a 10% discount. Might as well just use the code BTSE365. Again, use the promo code BTSE365. The price is fine, but you might as well get the 10% off too. Why not? 
Also, shout out to Lifestyle Screen Printing in Memphis, Tennessee. They're about to have a grand opening on Monday, May 1st. That's going to be at 4570 Raleigh LaGrange Road in Memphis, Tennessee. 38128 Suite 1. Lifestyle Screen Printing. Your shirt ideas, our passion. Lifestyle. Big ups to them, man. And also, Mother's Day is quickly approaching. And if you're from the state of Tennessee, the surrounding states, Mississippi, Georgia, Kentucky, Missouri, and you're trying to capture that beautiful smile of your mama one more time, you might as well contact the best photographer in the state of Tennessee. I'm talking about D-Man's Photography, based out of Memphis. Hit them up, 901-581-2745. And if you think I'm flodging about his work, if you, if you think I'm just out here flodging, Get at him on Instagram, at d.mans. Hope y'all heard the S on the end of that. <laughs> hey, follow your boy on Twitter and IG, at B-T-S-E underscore 365. If this is your first time listening, I appreciate you. Thank you for taking the time out to listen to me rant and rave a little bit about what I think going on and what, what I think need to be happening in this sports world, entertainment and whatnot. <laughs> But yeah, follow me on IG and Twitter. You'll get my live in-game social commentary when the game's on. So just check your boy out, you feel me? Now on to the other games, a couple other games I want to touch on. At least one for sure. The Oklahoma City Thunder could easily be the Indiana Pacers right now getting swept. You know what I'm saying? Could easily be that way. They get these leads and they just can't hang on to them. I'm like, WTF? And then Westbrook gonna win the MVP, right? He he's gonna win the MVP. He's he's won it already. The the votes are already in. They hadn't announced it, but we know, we know. I'd also like to just point out that I did predict that like two three weeks before the season even started. Just FYI, but he makes some of the worst decisions late in the games. No, he doesn't care what I think or anybody else thinks, and that's cool. He ain't got to care. As a matter of fact, he shouldn't care that I think it or y'all think it. He should care that he don't think it. Hell, he should know better. That's what the problem is. He the gift and the curse. He giveth and he taketh away. You can have them triple doubles, man. And I ain't saying he out there padding the stats like he trying to get them on purpose. Like, oh, I know I can get 10, 10, and 10 any given night. But it don't mean nothing. It's just like the Warriors having 73 wins last year. What that mean after LeBron come back from 3-0 and Kyrie Irving cut your water shot? Not a damn thing. So, yeah, you can have all these triple-doubles you want, but, shit, if James Harden them beat you in five games or six games or seven games, it don't matter if you lose the series. <sighs> and I think he was bogus for how he answered the question the other night when the, the reporter asked why the team gets sorry when he go out the game. I understand you hurt right now. You're upset. You're angry. Little Henri up there, all cantankerous or whatnot. Yeah, and if you don't know what that word means, just Google it. That's cantankerous. <laughs> but it is what it is. When you're not on the floor, the offense ain't ish. Answer the question or just say nothing. Can't just cut this man off before he gets started. But you know, of course, like always, you're not really caring about that. I get it. It's y'all against everybody. Understood. But that's not how you handle that situation. There wasn't an effed up question, and he didn't have to come at him like that. And I like how the reporter stood up like, hey, nah, bro, I asked Steven a question. Why can't Steven answer my question? 
He a grown ass man. He can speak for himself. He just doing his job. But hey, Westbrook for MVP. Remember that. <laughs> that man might have voted for Westbrook. I bet he won't vote for his black ass no more. <laughs> and from one angry superstar to a fizzling star. Used to be a shooting star, but now the only shooting he doing. Well, I ain't going to say that. I ain't going to say that. It's a subject that, you know, a lot of folks were talking about over the last week or so. And that's the separation of Carmelo, Anthony, and Lala. Alleged separation, you know. You know the world talking. As my homegirl would say, the streets is talking, man. You know the streets said. My sister, she be, the streets said, Chris. But like, what they say? What the streets been saying? Well, the streets is talking and they saying that Melo done got a stripper pregnant. That's what the streets say. That's just what the streets say. Dancer, stripper, whatever. And I just seen a picture of this, this, this young lady. The alleged lady that he got pregnant. And I'm going to just say this. I can't blame him for not pulling out. You, you can't blame him for that. Now, I know what you're saying, big, you bogus, that ain't right, that's his wife, they got a kid together, they been together, you know, she was with him when he was wearing them big ass suits, she was with him shooting in the gym type thing, but that little lady there, he couldn't help it, of course he didn't pull out, of course, I probably would have shot that club up too, man, I'm just saying, boy, <laughs> but for real though, but for real though. Hopefully everyone involved has a great life and whatever the situation is, I hope it's on amicable terms. Hope everything's copacetic, you know, they got a young one involved, so got to keep it cordial for the sake of him. And if it's all true, I just want to say to Melo, congratulations, because uh, in the next year you'll be a new father possibly and probably on a new team. That's what's up. Hey, let's take a pause for the cause. Hey, check this out. If you're listening today and you're in the West Tennessee area, if you ever get hemmed up in a situation where it involves you wearing them silver metal bracelets and you in Shelby County, Tipton County, Haywood County, Madison County probably, Hardeman County, Lauderdale County, Dyer County, you know, if 12 done picked you up, holler at Keely Bell Bonding, man, 731-635. 3833. And then, also, if you get caught driving out here and you ain't got no insurance, you know you're getting a ticket right. You know they might tow your vehicle right. So, contact MLK Auto Insurance while you're at it. Same number, 731-635-3833. And, you know, the weather getting nice out there now. Everybody's going to start having these barbecues, summer baby birthday parties. Family reunions, class reunions, all of that good stuff. So all your outside events, if you got kids and you're trying to get them real tired and woe out so they can sleep long at night, you need to contact Look Keely's Inflatables, 731-460-0084. 731-460-0084. Now it's something for the grown folks too, don't y'all be out here mad. See, after y'all done got the inflatable and your kids been jumping around all day and they tired, they been out in the sun and they gonna sleep, you gonna hit up your five babysitter, whether it's auntie, baby daddy, big mama. Well, it ain't really no big mamas no more. It's your nee-nees and mimis and granny. Because you about to hit the club. You going to Keelers now. DJ Big Hen gonna have y'all rocking. And that's just that on that. The NFL draft is Thursday, people. 
And I don't know about y'all, but it just get me ready for the damn season to start. It really just let me know, man, it's still five more months till the season starts. But I've been asked, and I've been asked, and I've been asked. When you putting out your mock draft? At least the top ten. And it's taking me some time, but I'm finally ready to do that. Man, I know the draft in a couple of days, but I had to, I had to do my homework. And here you go. I got Cleveland doing the most un-Cleveland thing, and it's drafting the number one player on the board, Miles Garrett. Warren Sapp can say what he want. Booger McFarlane can say what he want. That boy got it. To play a season, damn near the whole season with a high sprain on his ankle, no games missed. That, that boy tough, man. You can't teach that. And he going to work. He going to work. You don't want to be caught reaching for a quarterback this early. You see what happened with the Rams last year drafting Jared Goff, right? Who is the boy? I don't know the boy. Did he play last year? I think he eventually played, but still. At number two, I got the 49ers doing something that a lot of folks don't have them doing. And that's going safety with Jamal Adams. Safest pick of the draft. Safest pick of the draft. And we go into the 4-3 defense playing that high safety. Like the Seahawks, like the Falcons last year, like the Jaguars. And if we're going to do that, I know Jimmy Ward is a player that we currently have that can play that position. But with our cornerback position being so iffy, I want to keep Jimmy at corner right now. And the franchise, if it's smart, would do the same thing. Look, you can have Mitch Trubisky, Solomon Thomas, Marshawn Lattimore, Malik Hooker. But you can pair up Jamal Adams and Eric Reed, two Bayou Bengals. 49ers had a chance to draft Earl Thomas in 2010. But instead, they drafted Anthony Davis, a two-time retired player. Instead of reaching for a quarterback, because that's all you're doing, you take the best available player in Jamal Adams if you're not trading. And you can either get Deshaun Kaiser in the second round, or you can get a Patrick Mahomes if he slips to the second round. At number three, I got Malik Hooker going to the Chicago Bears. Their defense has been suspect for a few years now. It's time to get you a playmaker on your side. And coming from that Buckeyes defense that has plenty of talent, he'll be able to carve his own niche in that secondary. And at number four, I think it's a no-brainer. The Jacksonville Jaguars need a running back. Leonard Fournette is the best running back in the draft. You draft Leonard Fournette. You draft Leonard Fournette. Between Denard Robinson and TJ Yeldon and whoever else you had on your team last year, Fournette is your guy right here. I'm not saying Yeldon's a scrub because I actually like Yeldon as a running back, but he's not my every down running back. Leonard Fournette is in there first, second down. TJ Yeldon come in on third down. Fournette would be their best running back since Fred Taylor if he lives up to the hype. And at number five, I got the Tennessee Titans going after Marshawn Lattimore. You got rid of McCourty. You need him. Comes in instantly to fill that void. Probably the best corner in the draft. And I think aside from drafting Jonathan Allen, which is a possibility for Tennessee at number five, a lot of people want them to go offense. Corey Davis at wide receiver. John Ross, Mike Williams right there at wide receiver. I think all three of them will still be available at number 12, honestly. So, yeah, number six, the Titans going with Marshawn Lattimore. And at number six, that's when the first quarterback comes off the board. The New York Jets will get Deshaun Watson. The Jets have been QB thirsty for a long time. And despite all this talk about Mitch Trubisky being the best quarterback in the draft, the first quarterback taken off the board, 
it won't be by the Jets. Because the last time the Jets took a quarterback that only had one full season as a starter in college, it was at pick number five, and it was Mark Sanchez, and we all know how that story ends. But Big, he went to two AFC championship games, but his defense was good. Don't act like he didn't have a fire-ass defense. After that, what'd he do? Yeah, exactly. Crickets. Watson is a proven winner against the biggest, best talent in the game. Back seasons, he held his own against a Nick Saban Alabama defense. Who have at least three or four first-round picks from the defense. Early in the season last year, he was struggling. But it's not how you start, it's how you finish. It's a marathon, not a sprint. In order to gain, you got to maintain. And Watson has all the tools. He can make all the throws. Short, across the middle, deep pass, post. He's tough. You saw him take some hits. He just kept getting up. Clutch gene. Everybody looking for a quarterback with the clutch gene. That's the one you can't measure. You just got to see it happen. At seven, I got Jonathan Allen. Add him to that defensive line with Joey Bosa. You're going to have to double one of them. Pick your poison. That could be a nice little tandem. And at eight, I have the Panthers taking Solomon Thomas to replace the loss of Coney Ely, who signed with the Patriots in the offseason. At nine, I got the Cincinnati Bengals taking Mike they Williams. They need a wide receiver that can take some pressure off of A.J. Green, and Mike Williams will fall into their lap at number nine. And then at ten, I have the Buffalo Bills taking Reuben Foster. The new head coach, Sean McDermott, I've seen what he did with Luke Keekley. Let's see what he can do with Reuben Foster. And that's my top 10 mock draft. Agree, disagree, whatever. Just tell me about it. Like, comment, share. That's all I got for you today. As always, I appreciate you listening. Tell a friend to tell a friend. BTSC 365 Podcast. Shout out to my listeners in California, Texas, Georgia, Tennessee, of course, all day, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. Catch me this weekend at the V7 Elite Playmakers Football Camp. That's the Michael Vick V7 football camp in Nashville. That's going to be April 29th and the 30th. Visit V, the number 7, ElitePlaymakers.com. Again, that's V, the number 7, ElitePlaymakers.com. Hey, tell somebody you love them today because we all know that's the key, right? Love, baby. Peace to you and yours. I'm out. Hold on, 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 hold on. Before I go. I just want to say this. Right now, the Portland Trailblazers getting their ass whooped by the Golden State Warriors. I'm a Portland fan, so I'm, I can say this. They playing like the boo-boo. Like, that just don't make... That's, that's just damn ridiculous, man. I just had to say that. I just had to say that. Golden State be whooping our ass in the playoffs. It don't make no damn sense. Okay, I'm done now. I'm done. BTSC 365. <laughs>